Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to ask for your support on Patreon. Every pledge to the Creative Space podcast, big or small, makes a huge difference in helping me create more of the content you love so we can continue exploring, learning, and growing in creativity together. Head over to patreon.com slash podcast to show your support or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you all. And now let's get back to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Creative Space, a podcast where we explore, learn, and grow in creativity together. I'm your host, Jennifer Logue, and just as a reminder, for the next few weeks, we're going to be doing something different on the podcast. I'm doing The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron for the first time, and last week we talked about the introductory chapters, and this week we're diving into week one, Recovering a Sense of Safety. It's funny, as I'm going through this book, I'm highlighting so much that the pages are practically yellow. There's so many, oh my God, yes, that's me moments. And if you've done the artist's way yourself, I'm sure you can relate. One concept that Julia brings up that Stephen Pressfield also brings up in The War of Art is the idea of a shadow artist. Basically, if we don't get the early encouragement in our creativity, we may never tap into it. And if we do tap into it in our early years and our parents offer cautionary advice instead of support, telling us it's something we should do as a hobby and that we need to get a real job, well, this is where shadow artists are born. And just so you know, shadow artists, according to Cameron, are people caught between the dream of action and the fear of failure of being an artist. So in the book, she cites a few examples like Edwin the Millionaire, who was a gifted visual artist, but was pushed into finance by his father. So he surrounds himself with other artists and supports the other work of artists um, with donations and everything, but he himself is creatively blocked and unhappy. He suppresses his inner artist child. Then she talks about people who build careers close to the art they love, but not the art itself. This resonated with me when it comes to journalism. I wouldn't say it was my first love, but I loved writing about music and the arts. I loved promoting great work. I felt a real joy and sense of purpose from that. However, Where I think I went wrong in those years was not staying on top of my own creative output as a singer-songwriter. Sure, there are only so many hours in a day, but I've found, at least lately, that even small bits of time add up in the long run. That's something I could have done back then, but I didn't know what I didn't know. I also was stuck, I think, from the epilepsy diagnosis. It clipped my wings for a long time. I thought a career as a singer-songwriter would be too unstable for someone with a health condition like mine. But through doing this podcast and working with my therapist and different mentors, I'm discovering that there are many roads to Rome, especially with all the technology advances we've had in the last decade alone. But I digress. 
So that was shadow artists. Cool concept. Although if you are one, don't feel guilty about it. I say just find that balance. Make some time for that thing you love every single day. Julia Cameron also spends a lot of time talking about core negative beliefs, which is whoa, a big one for me. She says we get these beliefs from culture, but also from our family, friends, coworkers. It's amazing how the negativity thrown at us, especially when we're younger, how it makes a lasting impact. And doing the exercises this week, some really painful memories came back for me that explained why I needed to free my voice in the first place, why most of the songs I've written over the years are pretty sad, even though most of you know me as optimistic and cheerful. Uh, Julia suggests that we use affirmations to get over these core negative beliefs, and I am all for it. She suggests a few like, I deserve love, I deserve fair pay, I deserve a rewarding creative life, etc. She also says to pay attention to the objections that may come up when you start saying these affirmations. The negative inner voice, which she calls the censor, might say, who would love you? Or who would pay for your art? Things like that. She calls those negative comments, the negative commentary blurts, and encourages us to take the blurts and turn them into positive affirmations. So it's a really cool practice and a great way to uncover what's blocking you. It would take a really long time to go through every concept in this chapter, but those are the ones that stuck with me the most. Now, apart from reading the chapter and meeting with my creative cluster, I did my daily morning pages and my artist date. And over the course of my first week of The Artist's Way, I had a breakthrough of sorts. So I've been using TikTok as a music practice log, and I forget what day it was, but I couldn't stop laughing playing Seal's Kiss from a Rose. And I know it sounds dumb. It sounds completely stupid. And some of you might be thinking, you think it's a breakthrough that you can't control your laughter when you're performing? Okay, but that's the thing. I've always been so serious and brooding (laughs) in my songs and at the piano for the most part. And it made me so happy to be able to laugh when I was making music. I felt like a kid. And that's the vibe I want to carry with me when I make music when I'm creating anything. I'm not saying that I only want to write happy songs, but I want to approach music with a sense of play, approach creativity with a sense of play. So for me, that was a big deal. That was a breakthrough and it was only a weekend. So yay. So that's all I have for this episode of Creative Space. If you're interested in checking out The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, I've linked to it in the show notes. My name is Jennifer Logue. Appreciate you taking the time to listen. Until next time. Hey, it's Jennifer Logue again. Did you know that apart from being a writer, musician, and host of the Creative Space podcast, I'm also a creative coach? It's one of my great joys in this life 
to help people like you untap your full creative potential, whether you're a seasoned artist or completely new to exploring your creativity. We are all born creative, and I believe our lives are much more balanced and fulfilling when we nurture this sacred part of ourselves. If creative coaching is something you're interested in, you can go to my website, jenniferloeg.com, and schedule your free discovery call today.